the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know a place where we can go to lay the troubles down in your soul. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Now, your host, Eric Cartier, Senior Pastor of Rocky Mountain Calvary Church. Like a tide, it is rising up deep inside a current that moves and makes it come alive. Welcome to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. Thanks so much for joining me and listening live in studio today. Appreciate Chris filling in for me uh, last week while I was away at a pastor's conference and God really met Amber and I, and it's great to be back in studio uh, today. Really excited about today's topic. It's a topic that I'm passionate about. It's homeschool, and uh, Kim Ware is with me. She is the Outreach Director of Czech Christian Home Educators of Colorado. So Kim, thanks so much for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. So appreciate you uh, coming in. You know, one thing that we've seen happen just in the last two years is this explosion in the homeschool movement. I was reading uh, some articles, one from the New York Post, and in the Big Apple, uh, homeschool has doubled. And then there's an article about uh, the the Census Bureau that also states uh, from prior to COVID to 2021 that homeschool has has doubled. So 50% growth in two years. And so a lot of people are, are joining the movement, and I'm sure a lot of listeners are are new to homeschool or considering homeschool. So so tell us first a little bit about your background with, with homeschool. Yes. So as you know, my name is Kim, and I am entering my ninth year of homeschooling. We pulled my daughter out of elementary school when she was going into third grade, And I had sort of been thinking about homeschooling for like three years, but I just couldn't pull the trigger because I kept thinking about chemistry. And I would look at my precious little blonde baby and just think, I don't know how to teach chemistry. And the reality was chemistry was really far away, but it just got to a point where I thought, "Eh, well, let's try. And worst case scenario, I can't mess her up when she's eight like that bad. I can send her back at Christmas. We tried. Great experiment. But after we pulled her out, it ended up being just the best thing we have ever done for our family. And God has really, really blessed it. He brought so many people into our life to help us homeschool and to learn how to do it. Because I said, I am not going to homeschool unless you tell me exactly what to say and exactly what to do. Yeah. And he really did provide people in my life. And being a part of Czech now is an opportunity for me to pay that forward because I, I have some years on me now and right. I've learned a few things. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. You know, our story is a little bit uh, similar. We started homeschooling uh, when our oldest daughter was in preschool here in Colorado Springs, and we never thought we would homeschool, uh, but the neighborhood we lived in at the time, the the option of the school was not great, not not safe, and and God just began to put in on our hearts mm-hmm. to uh, get involved with homeschool, 
And we found Czech at that time, Christian Home Educators of Colorado. They host a conference every year and have an independent school where we could register uh, our daughter and then also uh, begin to homeschool her. So it was a great resource for us uh, to to learn about. So could you share with us just more about Czech and, and what you guys do? So. I can. Check stands for Christian Home Educators of Colorado. So that's C-H-E-C dot org. And we have been around for over 30 years defending wow. families' freedom and ho- helping people homeschool with confidence. So we do a lot of work to provide parents with the support they need to homeschool confidently. One of the ways that we do that is through our Czech independent school And our independent school exists to provide a layer of privacy and support to parents between their families and the state. There are other routes that you can take, but the independent school provides the opportunity to get some curriculum counseling, to store your records away from any sort of state stakeholders that might want to collect your data because we know the state is all about collecting data for whatever long-term outcomes they may find necessary to investigate. Uh, The Czech Independent School also uh, provides all access benefits to the conference that you mentioned. We have a conference every June. It's the weekend before Father's Day. And it's just awesome because it's full of so many wonderful speakers and curriculum that speak to the different needs of your individual family, to your kids. And even if you're not a homeschool parent, I've always told all of my friends, you should really come to the homeschool convention because I went to a talk this year about neurology and nutrition. Okay. Where else are you going to get that kind of specialized advice? Yeah. (laughs) And you get it for free when you're part of the Czech Independent School. We also have a great mentoring moms program. We give you free admission to the intro seminar, which is our nuts and bolts talk about how to homeschool. We're having another one October 15th. That's going to be in Castle Rock. Yeah, so. let's talk about that a little bit because okay. we, we went to that years ago mm-hmm. and it was super helpful. But if there's a family listening that's like, I'm interested, I'm feeling drawn towards homeschool, can they show up at the intro nuts and bolts and learn more? You know, what is that going to entail if they come to that? Right. Right. It's a great seminar. And we actually have two different ways that you can view that material. Okay. You can register at check.org, C-H-E-C dot org forward slash events um, or forward slash intro. Both of those will get you to the right place. But you can register and come in person, but you can also watch a live recording When you come to that seminar, we are going to walk you through just the vision of homeschooling, why you should want to homeschool. We all have different pain points that lead us to homeschooling. And so you probably already know why you're thinking about homeschooling, but we help flesh that out. Then we teach you how to legally homeschool in the state of Colorado. And then we walk through a lot of material about just the nuts and bolts. Like, okay, we understand why we're homeschooling. We understand how to do it legally, but how do we actually do this in real life Right in our house? Yeah. So we talk about everything from scheduling to routine to curriculum selections to just the different pedagogies and thought processes involved in homeschooling. There are a lot of different ways that yes. people yeah. choose to do home education and that's the beauty of it is yeah. there's so much You choice. can really make it yours and tailor it towards your kids. For yeah. sure. Yeah, that's awesome. So if you're thinking about homeschool, don't know where to start, go to check.org. Check out that intro uh, seminar uh, for sure. 
So Czech really does uh, provide a lot of great resources. You know, on our end, our our kids being part of the independent school, it, it's great to know uh, that your records are being kept and that's all being done uh, legally. Uh, and it's a huge service that's uh, provided. And it's reasonable, you know, to to enroll in Czech's independent school is is not expensive. No, that's right. It's only until the August 30th, it's $85 for the year for your entire family. Can't beat that. It's no. like unfortunately like going out to eat right now. So I know, right? It, we go out to eat and we drop $100 really yeah. easy. And then September 1st it will go up to $95, a whole $10. Yeah. So Yeah. I mean, the, the time is now. Yeah, that's that's great. That's that's awesome. Well, let me ask you a little bit of a personal question. As you think back of your nine years of homeschooling, like what are some of your joys and struggles? You know, like you kind of look big picture. These are some things I really enjoyed and these are some things that have been difficult for me. You know? Right. The things that have been most difficult for me were balancing multiple age groups, especially when I had babies. So at currently I have a 16-year-old daughter, Hannah, and then I have three boys ages 13, 9, and 8, Ethan, Isaac, and Caleb. And Isaac and Caleb are only 19 months apart. Okay. And for me, other women can handle that age gap so gracefully, but it was really, really hard for me. Mm. And I underestimated how hard that was going to be. So homeschooling during that season, I had two nursing babies at one time. Mm. And doing that, so holding the babies and trying to figure out how to school the other two and give yeah. them attention at the same time was really, really hard. Yeah. And then also another struggle is just figuring out the nuances of each child because God made them so individually unique and they're beautiful and their giftings are fantastic. But just figuring out how to speak to each one. My youngest is uh, a crazy energetic boy. And I had this light bulb moment that I have to keep him moving during the school day or else he is going to tell me what she has on repeat some days. I hate school. I'm bored. Yeah. But if I can engage him in play and teach him at the same time, he loves it. He's yeah. had a great day. The joys for me have been just spending time with our family. Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7. The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. And we're talking about homeschool uh, today. Kim Ware is with me. She's the Outreach Director of Czech Christian Home Educators of Colorado. You can find them at czech.org. Uh, and the homeschool movement has really been growing uh, since COVID. It's one of those things that's come out of uh, the COVID movement. I know a school is starting for many of us uh, this week. And so we were just talking about some of the joys and struggles of, of homeschool and Kim, you were mentioning that you just really in enjoy the time that you get to have with your kids. I do. I do. I held my daughter from going to preschool for a year and just thought, I only get five years with her. And that's so small in the scheme of her life. But now that we've decided to homeschool, I get at least 18 years with each of my kids and get to see all these wonderful moments that I would be missing if they were in a brick and mortar school. Yeah. So our oldest, she graduated uh, in May of this year, and we had the joy of homeschooling her all the way through. And I did a lot of reflecting uh, this year, and 
thinking about all these times, especially when she was young and so thankful that we got to spend that, that time together. I kind of have a unique schedule as a pastor. I work weekends. We've got services on Saturdays and Sundays. And so I have Mondays and Tuesdays off and really got to be part of her education and the other kids' education. Uh, and you don't get that time back. And once they're 18 and doing their thing, uh, then they're, they're on their way. And yeah. so, yeah, I think that's a huge uh, advantage. And so if you're thinking about homeschool, it's something that God is is pricking your heart about. Uh, it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, check.org, there's some great resources, and they will uh, come along side of you. Let's tackle a little bit what the critics say. You know, I think every homeschool family has heard, you know, what about socialization? Like, if your kids are homeschooled, how are they going to develop social skills? Uh, Is there anything to that? Is that unfounded? You know, what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's pretty unfounded. Yeah. (laughs) So what we see with homeschooled students is that they're spending their days with their family. So they're getting a multi-leveled approach to learning how to act in society. So they're not only hearing their parents tell them how to act in society in ways that are uh, socially acceptable, but they're watching them. They're watching them interact with people at the grocery store or at the post office. And then they're interacting with their siblings. So they're getting these multi-varied ages and places of uh, skill level So they're learning how to speak to really every man, whereas in a brick-and-mortar schoolhouse, first of all, you're being socialized in a very particular way Mm -hmm. to behave and think about the world in a very particular way. And then you're doing that with your peers. So you aren't really engaging anyone outside of your peer group. So I don't understand how the critics can say that homeschooled students aren't being socialized when they're getting more breadth and depth of socialization than their counterparts are. Right. And I think a lot of people think all homeschool families do is stay in their homes 24-7, you know, and as a homeschool family, you're usually connected with a church and building relationships uh, there. And there's a lot of different ways that you're in relationship uh, as a as a family uh, that provide those, those opportunities, you know, to, to do. And I think a lot of homeschool kids do really well socially, you know, and can carry on great conversations and and really have developed good uh, social skills. Well, that's true. And right now, the running joke among homeschool families is that if you're going to homeschool, you actually kind of need to stay home sometimes to do school because there are so many fun things to do. So many activities. And what I really like about the state of Colorado, we moved here from Arizona three years ago, and we found it difficult to niche into some different areas there, particularly sports. And in Colorado, we have had just a great run. My daughter, I know you said your daughter is running also. My daughter is running cross country and track too. And she just didn't really have access to that in Arizona the way that she does here. And there are so many different models of homeschool groups Mm -hmm. that you can get involved in groups for academic reasons, for extracurricular reasons. It just really kind of the sky's the limit here. Yeah. Colorado is great uh, that way, you know, like as a homeschool student, you really can participate in local sports or, or other activities. It's it's great. Let's tackle another, I think, fear or criticism of homeschool. Like if 
if I homeschool my kids, I'm going to wreck them academically, you know, is a big fear, I think. And, and uh, but the test scores just really don't show that, you know, that homeschool kids actually do really well on, on their test scores. And I think most homeschool families are, are dreading that test, but they, they do really well. They do. On average, homeschool students score 15 to 30 percentile points higher on standardized tests. And that's because they're getting one-on-one instruction at home. And remember how I said I was terrified of chemistry. And what I've learned in my time as a homeschool parent is that I'm actually redeeming my education too. I'm learning right beside them and along with them. And so much curriculum does have that. Here's what you say and here's when you say it. So there's a lot of helps out there for parents. And so academics is not really, I don't think that big of an issue. Another thing to keep in mind is that as Christians, as believers, we serve a God who is sovereign and who loves us and who loves our kids. And he's going to fill in the gaps. He has a purpose plan for their life. And so our job is really to train them up in the way that they should go. And that training is not only academics, it's training them up in all the ways that they can go. Academics is a small part of that, but also being able to watch your kids and understanding their gifting because of the freedom we have in homeschooling and academics, we can sort of guide them with their different subjects to be looking at materials that are really going to benefit them the most in the long run. Yeah, I think that's a huge benefit because you can start to see how God has gifted your child and then start to tailor things for them towards their interests and what they enjoy doing and really watch them blossom and, and, and flourish. So Yeah, and sometimes it's those qualities that are about our children that are most difficult for us are the ones we get to participate with the Lord in honing Mm -hmm. because they're actually really great skills. Right. They just have to be tempered a little bit. Yeah, that's that's great. There is a reality to to homeschool, I think, that causes you to see your own depravity as a parent, you know, and and the the truth is, you know, you have sinners that get married and have sinners, and that's why we all need the gospel. We do. We need need the blood of of Jesus. And so there's, we've had challenging days in our home, you know, and and that's the reality of of getting to journey together and rely upon uh, God's grace uh, for sure. So I think that's a good disclaimer if you're out there considering homeschool. There's great joys and there's real challenges too. There are. And when people find out that I'm a homeschooler, they'll typically say, you can guess, oh, you must have a lot of patience. <laughs> and that's when I get to say, actually, no, there there are some days where there's some yelling and there's some crying, and it's usually me right, yeah. <laughs> who's having the meltdown yeah. and then having to apologize to my children and, and teach them how to get back up again and, and put our heads on and continue to move through the day. Yeah, that's, that's great. Again, this is Kim Ware. She's the Outreach Director of Christian Home Educators of Colorado. You can check them out at check.org. And they've got some great resources if you're considering homeschool. Also have an independent school that takes care of your your records. They host a a yearly uh, conference, so you can uh, check them out there. Also, this show does turn into a podcast. If you want to check this out uh, later, you just go to Crosswalk Colorado Springs, anywhere that you find uh, your podcasts. Also, we are live in studio today, so if you've got a question about homeschool, uh, feel free to take advantage of uh, Kim uh, being here. The number is 844-500-WORD, 844-500-9673. Uh, You can also send a text, 719-315-1726. 
When we come back from the break, uh, Kim, I'd like to just tackle your background in education. I know you have an education uh, prior to homeschooling and just your perspective of education as a whole, kind of what you experienced in, in that sector and what you're experiencing in, in homeschool. So we'll, we'll do that in just a moment. Again, this is Crosswalk Colorado Springs with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thanks for listening. You won't want to miss this coming up after the break on 100.7 The Word. And the voice of truth says this is for my glory. Out of all the voices calling out to me. I will choose to listen and believe the voice of truth. 100.7 The Word. Heard online on the Word mobile app. Tune in, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. Welcome back to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. We're talking about homeschool uh, today, some of the joys and struggles. I have Kim Ware with me. She is the outreach director of Check. Check is Christian Home Educators of Colorado. You can find them on check.org. So, Kim, you've got a background in education and just a really neat perspective uh, with education and homeschool. So, yeah, do you mind sharing with us that journey? I'd love to. We got married, my husband and I, Jeremiah, we got married in our hometown of Kentucky, and then we moved to Arizona so that I could go to graduate school. It was the time when they were paying people to go to school. Okay. And uh, so I got a teaching assistantship, and we'd always wanted to live in Arizona, just love the Southwest. And from a student perspective in graduate school, I was already a believer, uh, a strong believer, I would say. But coming up against the kinds of worldviews and beliefs that are held at a liberal state school was really hard for me. And I was thankful that I had the background I had, but I still wasn't quite prepared. So fast forward to being an actual instructor, I am watching students come up, both traditional and non-traditional. And when I say that, I mean kids straight out of high school to people going back to school to get advanced degrees or just a degree in general. And first, as an instructor, your witness is really squashed. Hmm. So people can look on my Facebook page and they can see that I love Jesus. Yeah. But I can't really actively share share the gospel with them. And then Second, seeing the worldviews and the sorts of ideologies that are coming in that have been proliferated through government-run school systems. So watching that, and at the same time, watching the academics that students, uh, adults are bringing in is just really hard. People who don't know how to organize a paper, things they should have learned in high school, how to spell. And I was in the field of communication, so I'm not a math person, so I don't know what their math was like. Right. But I can tell you what their communication skills were like. And from the time they enter my class to the time they leave, they grow a lot because I have a heart for that and making sure that they can be successful. But uh, just, just watching that and just feeling so sort of helpless really led to the discontent that I felt in my job and brought me to check. Another point that I wanted to make was that 
as a faculty member, they bring in people periodically for like all faculty meetings to talk about the world and things we should be doing in education. And in the last five years going to these faculty meetings, I have watched CRT and SEL be a motivation amongst faculty members for why we do what we do. And I just remember sitting there listening to a guest speaker talk about multiple realities Hmm. and just thinking to myself, this is so wrong. This is not true. And so it's trickling down through all these different layers. And I went to another faculty meeting where they did a Native American incantation. And that was acceptable. Hmm. (laughs) But yet it's not acceptable for me to talk about my life in Christ right, and to pray. Yeah. So from that perspective, I'm just so glad that the Lord led us to homeschooling, that he mm-hmm. allowed me to be part of that education journey so that I can come out on the other side and tell parents that what you think you're getting in public school is not what you're getting in public school. Your kids are not learning basic academics, reading, writing, arithmetic. That's not happening at the level that you think it is. Rather, it's indoctrination mm-hmm. about what to think and how to think, not um, not how to critically think, but to right. think in a very particular way. Yeah. It's amazing to me, uh, as I've watched things even over the last five years, like you're saying, uh, is that that's hitting at younger and younger ages, you know, to, to find all this type of gender confusion in elementary school curriculum and I think sometimes as believers, we can live in bubbles and we go, is that stuff really true? But it's really happening. It's really found its way into the curriculums, uh, into your your public libraries. And uh, I think for us as parents to understand, okay, if my kid's out of public school, this is stuff they're going to be taught and taking the time to find out, okay, what are they going to be taught and, and being able to share uh, truth uh, with them. And I, I think homeschool has to be something that God really leads you to do, you know, and 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 moving your heart in that direction. Um, but I just want to encourage listeners, if you are being led that way by the Lord, is that he can really equip you to do it and you can do it. You know, it, it, it seems so daunting, uh, but then when you when you get in it, there's, there is a lot of great resources. There's a lot of people that have gone before you that want to come alongside of you. And, and through the Lord, it really can be done and it can be done well. And I think sometimes we think that our kids won't be able to get jobs because they haven't gone through traditional modes to get a high school degree, which will lead to a four-year degree or an advanced degree. And that's not true because we already know that homeschool students score really well on standardized test scores. Yeah. But on the other side, colleges are also waking up to how awesome homeschooling students are. Right. They and, want your student. And they want your student. Yeah. They want your critical thinker. And right. the reason they're able to critically think is because they have been with you, the parent, under your shelter and your guidance, watching you and learning from you as you're interacting with the world. So they're they're really really doing very well. Yeah. And I do encourage parents if you have even just oh the tiniest desire to homeschool, just start researching, start looking it up, come to check chec.org mm-hmm. and and contact me. That's yeah. part of my job. I want to talk to you, I want to help you walk you through things, I want to answer your questions mm-hmm. so that you can homeschool with confidence. 
because this is the time. The time is now. Let's take is our kids. Is it too late? Like, say it's the first week of school in Colorado Springs in Pueblo, and say a parent's not having a good experience at their local public school. They want to homeschool. Is it too late for this year? No. It's never too late. You can pull your kids out of a public or private school system at any time. Because remember, your kids belong to you. And I think that's sometimes something that we don't quite understand because we've enrolled them in a brick and mortar school that maybe we don't have that right or that ability. And the state would have you think that you don't have the right, that your kids don't belong to you, but they do. And so you can pull them out at any time. And Check is here to help you do that. Yeah, it's it's not too late if you're feeling led by the Lord to to go down that road uh, for sure. What would you say to a first-time homeschool family, you know, that that's just getting started? Maybe they've got a fifth grader and they're picking up there or they've got a kindergartner or or maybe even a high school student, but they're they're brand new to homeschooling, you know, what what encouragement would you give them? I have a lot of encouragement to give this family. So if you've already been in a public school or a private private school system, when you decide to bring your kids home and homeschool them, the first thing that you need to be prepared for is just relearning your family dynamic and enjoying one another. So there is a fair amount of just unschooling from a government-run school that you have to do just to sort of relax and heal, and even play, and just know that you don't have to get to the business of, quote, academics right away, but you're going to have to unwind a little bit because up until your child was 10, you had set up someone else to be the primary educator and authoritarian, uh, and it's not you. It's not the parent. So your kid has to relearn you just like you have to relearn them. And then really focus on the three R's. That's all you need to do for the first year. The other subjects will come, reading, writing, and arithmetic. If your child knows how to read and they know how to write and they can do math, they can learn anything they want to. And that's really the sweet spot of homeschooling because you're teaching your kids how to love learning and how to teach themselves. My daughter is 16 and my son is 13 and they are very, very Mm self-sufficient. Another thing to keep in mind is that uh, because of all the curriculum resources there are, you can easily get on a website and get a skills assessment and figure out where to go. Sounds good. Well, stay with us. We're going to talk more about homeschool. This is Crosswalk on 100.7 The Word. We'll be right back. I can't count the times I've called your name some broken night. And you showed up and patched me up like you do every time. I get amnesia. 100.7 The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. Just want to remind you that today's show does turn into a podcast at Crosswalk, Colorado Springs, anywhere that you find your podcast. Today, I have Kim Ware uh, with me. She is the Outreach Director of Czech Christian Home Educators of Colorado. And we're just talking through uh, homeschool. It's a growing movement. It, research shows it's doubled just in the last uh, two uh, years. And uh, let's tackle a little bit just, uh, you know, Colorado's expensive to live. The cost of living's going up, inflation. 
And a lot of families are dual income uh, to to make ends meet and going, man, I'd like to homeschool, but I don't know how my husband and I can both work in homeschool. Is, is there a way to be dual income and pull off homeschool? There is. And I think the real question you're asking is time and money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> do we have the time and do we have the money to yeah. really homeschool? And the answer is yes. So with dual income families, there often has to be a place where you get a little creative about how you're going to homeschool. Remember, your kids are in brick and mortar school for eight hours a day, and there's a lot of time that's wasted. Actual instruction time is actually really, really small. With my little guy, I probably spend at most 45 minutes actually sitting with him and going over rudimentary concepts. And the rest of the time is spent being up, moving around the house. The school day doesn't have to happen sequentially. So if you are uh, both working parents or you're a single parent, maybe you do a little bit over breakfast and then you work and then you do some more in the afternoon. Or maybe you don't school on Monday and Tuesday. Maybe you school on Saturday and Sunday afternoon. There are a lot of ways to be able to do this. And then the whole money thing, there are a lot of free resources that are online. There's also used homeschool curriculum that people are selling all the time. Facebook has any number of homeschooling Colorado groups that you can hop onto and look for curriculum. Check also puts on an amazing used curriculum sale. We are collecting curriculum all year long. And in June at our homeschool convention, we have a huge used curriculum sale. I mean, like thousands of square feet covered and organized by amazing volunteers with curriculum. That's great. Yeah. And I've even met a single dad who pulls off uh, homeschooling, you know, and one thing with uh, the homeschool laws in Colorado, I believe you've got to do 172 days a year, but it can be any day, you know, and then public schools and traditional schools have a lot of breaks, you know, and so, uh, you know, you can really get those 172 days in, uh, in some creative, creative ways. It really can be done. Challenging, but can be done. Yeah. It can. I have a friend that just took her four kids to Illinois and they did school in the car, car right. schooling. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah, you can do it. Another thing that comes to mind is, you know, talking with some homeschool families, just being a homeschool family, is if you're not careful, there can be this idea, well, if I homeschool, if I do A, B, and C, then it's going to equal a Christ follower. And I think that we have to remember, and you said this during the break, you know, homeschool doesn't save our kids. There's only one Savior, and that's Jesus Christ and, and Him crucified, and and we can homeschool because God called us to do it, and we're being obedient to the Lord, and and look back and go, I'm so thankful that I did that. But it doesn't uh, take away a, a child's a free will to choose as they ultimately become an adult. And it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself of, like, I, I'm homeschooling with this guaranteed outcome, as opposed to, I'm homeschooling because God's called me to, and I want to be obedient to Him And my kids are in the Lord's hands. So do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah. So I remember when I first got married and we were trying to decide what we would do with our life. And uh, I said, if I know that if I just do what God wants me to do, I'll be happy. And a very wise mentor said to me, I don't know about being happy 
God is in the business of making us holy and sanctifying us every day. So homeschooling is really about parents taking up the mantle of what God has called them to do and being obedient to him and knowing that nothing we do is in our own strength. It's all in his strength and that he is the author and perfecter of our faith, not us. So we walk through the doors and pathways that he calls us to knowing that we are serving a mighty God and a loving savior. And we entrust our children to him every single day that we may not see the fruit that we want right away, but that only he knows the future and our future is in his hands and that he'll take care of us. That's right. And I'm sure there's some listeners today that like don't feel called to homeschool or aren't able to homeschool and may feel like their child is future is hopeless because they can't homeschool. And I want to encourage them as well. Like you can take up the mantle of parenting, even if you can't homeschool and really disciple your, your child, know what they're learning at school, uh, share truth with them, share the goodness of God uh, uh, with them, you know, cause you hear this on both sides, you know, you hear those that are like, well, I'm homeschooling. So it's this guarantee. And it's like, no, it's not this guarantee. And then you hear others like, I really can't homeschool and my my child's doomed and it's like no god god's bigger than than all of that and he he amazingly works in his grace and his mercy and i i think it's parents really getting alone with the lord you know and asking god what do you have for our family and then and following that and trusting and and relying upon him and 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 his strength it's it's not easy making all these decisions as a parent It's not. And if you happen to be in a marriage where one parent or spouse is on board and the other is not, just keep praying and asking the Lord to reveal it to the both of you and trust in his plan. Ideally, it's really great to make this decision as a couple. Absolutely. All all parenting decisions and, you know, kids can sniff that out so quickly when we're not on the same page. And so ideally, like God bringing a husband and wife on that same page is so important. And like you said, to to wait and pray and really seek the Lord's guidance. So, well, share with us again a little bit about Check and how people can find you guys. Awesome. So Check, C-H-E-C dot org is our website. Check stands for Christian Home Educators of Colorado. We've been around for over 30 years, defending your family's freedom and helping you homeschool with confidence. We do that in so many ways from being active at the legislature and keeping an eye on all the bills that are passed that try to sneak in and steal our freedoms as homeschoolers, but also with just offering real life support through outreach, which is my job and our Czech independent school, which gives you safety, privacy, security, and all access benefits to some of the awesome programs that we provide. That's awesome. So if you want to find out more uh, about Check, you can go to check.org, uh, and they do have a great intro seminar if you're interested in homeschool. You can also check out their independent school uh, as well. Uh, so Kim, thanks so much uh, for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank so, you for having me. It's fun. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how God leads uh, in the future. The homeschool movement is uh, really go- growing. It's doubled in uh, the last uh, two years. So I hope uh, today's show has been helpful uh, to you. You can find it on the podcast and share it. 
and get uh, that word out. And as the school year is starting, whether kids are in homeschool or traditional brick-and-mortar schools, I'd just like to close today's show in prayer and and ask that God would really pour out His grace upon our our kids and this next generation. So, Father, we thank You for today's show. Thanks for Kim taking the the time to invest. And I do pray for blessing upon Czech. Thanks for what they do in our state and providing this umbrella for homeschool uh, families. And Lord, we do pray for your grace upon our kids. Lord, those that are in homeschool, those that are in traditional school, we pray for the knowledge of Christ, that they would know you personally, that they would follow hard after you, uh, and that you would be with educators, parents that are educating, teachers that are educating. Pray for Christian teachers as they head back to to school, Lord, that you would encourage and bless them. And so we commit all of this uh, to you, and uh, we thank you for, for hearing our prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. So. Well, thanks again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. We'll be with you Monday through Wednesday from 5 to 6. And hope you have a great evening and know that the Lord's with you and he loves you. So until next time, good night. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.